Sun Devils basketball didn't get the start to the season they were hoping to get, and we're going to talk about it on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at Richie Bradshaw 36 or Richie Brads 36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by prize picks go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars Fa- daily fantasy sports made easy all right so last night was not ideal for sun devils basketball it was tough to watch i we can just call it as it is the sun devils put up a whopping 18 points in the first half against Mississippi State. They ultimately uh, ended the game 71-56 final. Mississippi State won. Uh, that that 15 points is pretty deceptive, man. Like, ASU put up 38 in the second half, but, man, a ton of that was in garbage time. I mean, this game got put away probably at the 30-minute mark. Like, it felt like the last 10 maybe even more than that minutes were just completely out of reach for the Sun Devils. It was, it was a tough watch. And for what it's worth, ASU was the only Pac-12 team that did not start the year off 1-0. We're the only winless team right now, which it's one game, but still not how you wanted to start the year. Uh, Mississippi State did a lot of good things, and Arizona State really just did not do as many good things. We're going to talk about it today. So uh, this is going to be kind of like how we break down the football games. We're going to talk about the good. We're going to talk about the bad and then a handful of takeaways. So let's go ahead and hop into the good. And the first thing that really stands out to me is Sean Phillips, the center transferring in from LSU. And he had quite a good game last night. He played 21 minutes had six points, five rebounds, and an assist. He also had a block, the only block for the Sun Devils in this game. This dude is a big man. He is everything I was hoping he would be. And I know it's one game, so these these are total overreactions. Like that, that is definitely important to remember. But he looks the part. He is somebody who's going to play above the rim for you. He's going to play hard off the glass, which was something that I felt the Sun Devils didn't do enough of last night. Uh, You definitely saw Mississippi State getting a lot of their rebounds, but we'll talk about that in the second segment. For right now, I want to talk about Sean Phillips at seven foot, 245 pounds. I mean, he looked like it. He he played like it. Last year, you had that, that guy in Warren, Washington, and Warren played very well last year. I felt like he was one of the more unsung heroes of last season. Sean Phillips looked like he could potentially step into a similar role for the Sun Devils in the 2023-24 season. He looks every bit as 
dominant as what you would hope he would. He he was aggressive. He was just a big, strong man who was boxing out guys. I know the box score doesn't necessarily represent that because, again, he only had uh, six points in the game. Uh, it, it wasn't anything like mind blowing, but I was still happy to see what he was able to do for you. He didn't miss any of his shots for what it's worth, but I mean, it's not like he necessarily was taking too many shots during the game. He did have one big slam dunk in the game that was really exciting to see. It was very early on in the game, and it was one of those where you saw him just put down the hammer and you were like, holy, you know what? This guy is the real deal. He's a beast. And I'm really looking forward to what he's going to be able to do this year. Uh, made both of his shots from the field, was two of three at the free throw line. So the six points, pretty solid. Uh, beyond him, I felt like there were a couple other guys that kind of stood out to me. Uh, Jose Perez, I know that he only scored five points and all five of them were on the line and he was 0 for 4 at the field. I still liked what I saw out of him. He definitely looks like he could be somebody that is one of your primary scorers this year. I liked what I saw out of him. It also helps that he played the most minutes for the team at 33 minutes. So they clearly want to get him involved and they want him to be one of the more important players on the court for them right now. That's where I feel they're going to end up kind of driving him to end up being this year is one of the more consistent guys on the court who they're going to rely on to be a scorer for the team, especially because you're just not getting consistency from guys like Frankie Collins. Uh, you didn't really see that last year. Uh, last night, Collins had 10 points, but he was three of 10 from the field, four or five from the line. So it was not an ideal night. Uh, Overall, I, I feel like you kind of liked what you saw. Zane Meeks showed some really good potential when uh, he was coming off the bench. He was two of three from uh, the three-point line, and that's where all uh, all three of his shots came from. So would like to see him maybe get a little more involved. Like, again, this is all first-game overreactions, if you will. But... The biggest takeaways that I had from this game, as far as like the good goes, is Sean Phillips looks really good, and there were solid performances all around. I also thought the defense played pretty well. I know that you gave up seventy one and you gave up thirty nine in the first in the first half, but again, I feel like that feels a little more deceptive as well because I I saw this game and I watched this game and. It felt very similar to what you saw last year. It was really tight coverage. Everybody understood assignments. Like It felt better than the result. And I feel like part of the result that what was just, what am I trying to say? Not doing enough offensively. And it put Mississippi State in a situation where they were getting the ball a lot more and they were getting a lot more opportunities compared to what Arizona State was doing during the game. Felt like it was just very much controlled by the Bulldogs, and I feel like such a large portion of that falls on the offense more than it does the defense. Uh, we'll talk about more of the uh, bad stuff in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Chase Medical. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's important to be prepared for hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, and all sorts of stuff that can lead 
to supply chain shortages for medications or the inability to get medications in a timely manner. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get your Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. You can get ongoing care from our physicians for any treatment-related questions. It's doctor-created and doctor-recommended. Don't get caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jay's handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Go to jaysmedical.com and use code LOCKEDON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at jaysmedical, spelled J-A-S-E, medical.com. Thanks as always for tuning in, guys, and making us your first listen of the day. I also encourage you to make the Locked On College Football Kickoff Live one of your first listens of the day. Locked On is going to go live every single Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern. What they're going to do is they're going to go through playoff implications, which is very hot right now, conference rivalry games, and they go in-depth like only Locked On can with insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts that are covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern on any and all Locked On College YouTube channels, including this one. You won't want to miss it, and I'll see you guys there. Let's go ahead and talk about some of the not-so-good things from this game. And there, unfortunately, is quite a bit to talk about. And it really starts offensively, where the Sun Devils were just mightily struggling in this game. From the field, they shot 32.1%. From deep, 23.8%. Then, Mississippi State put you on the line 26 times. 65.4%. The opportunities that were there were not seized. And I'm not saying you need to go 26 of 26 on the line. But you can't go 17 of 26, man. You can't miss nine free throws. That's absurd. You just can't do that, man. And then from the rest of the shooting, it felt like the shot selection was really just poor in this game. And we saw some of that kind of bubble up to the surface last year. Is It started to feel like Arizona State was getting to a point where they felt they needed to start forcing things. And here's the thing. Mississippi State has a very good defense. They were, I want to say, top five last year in all of college football. And they looked every bit as talented last night against the Sun Devils. And they were making things very tough. But nonetheless, you still need to find a way to make the most of when you do have those opportunities. One of the ones that sticks out in my mind is Frankie Collins was wide open for a three-point shot. I mean, he could have tied his shoes and called his mom. There was absolutely nowhere, no one near him. I mean, it was one of the biggest breakdowns in coverage that Mississippi State will have for the entire year. It was ridiculous. And he puts up the shot, doesn't even get to the net, man. It hits the front of the rim. Like, how are you not getting a better shot? Are, is it just like first game jitters? It, it could be, but you can't go into that game and be shooting like that. 
you're just going to end up killing yourself in the long run. And that was one of the things that really we really saw in this game. It, it wasn't just that Frankie Collins shot. There was a lot of shots that were just missed opportunities. Again, you saw you saw Jose Perez ended up going over uh, four from the field. He wasn't doing much. Frankie Collins was three of ten from the field. Jemiah Neal, the guy I've been hyping up all season, two of eight from the field. Kamari Lands, who was taking all sorts of shots last night, uh, four of ten, which you know forty percent is solid, but felt like there was a lot of missed opportunities from him. He was one of five from deep. As a whole, they were not shooting very well. And then Alonzo Gaffney, who, you know, appreciate his veteran presence, 0 for 7. This can't happen, man. You're not going to beat anyone. A great defensive team like Mississippi State is obviously going to be tough to beat, but you start to wonder what Arizona state is going to do against some of the lesser competition. And again, I'm just going to continue to emphasize this. It's one game. These are probably overreactions, but there needs to be a step up in play for me to start feeling more confident as we get into some of the more uh, talented teams here. Like you've got San Francisco on the roster or on the schedule. They beat you. They dropped like 97 points last year or something like that. You're going to have your rematch against TCU. And then the part of your Pac-12 schedule is going to have UCLA. It's going to have Oregon, USC, Arizona. This is not an easy schedule for the Sun Devils. And this first game did not exactly instill confidence for me to feel like this is going to be uh, something that is going to... Uh, I'm. I'm not sure, but that does kind of lead me into my next point is this team just did not look comfortable with each other. Like it, it's to be expected when you've got however many transfers, this is not supposed to be game one success. This is definitely transfers getting to know each other. One of the biggest examples is Jose Perez, who's been here not even a month. And you can just tell that He's still trying to get uh, acclimated with the rest of the team with the Bobby Hurley scheme. It's it's not going to be instantaneous success for him. You're hoping that you can get to a point uh, sooner rather than later where these guys are working together because you did see some of that last year with the Cambridge brothers and with Warren Washington, but it's also worth noting those guys were all really good friends with each other. This year, you're bringing in some guys that aren't familiar with each other and guys that are going to be figuring out how to work with each other and whatnot. Bottom line here is they definitely look like a team that is still trying to figure themselves out. This is this is a massive work in progress, and it was never entirely fair to expect them to immediately gel. I did my best to kind of stay away from that. I don't know how successful I was with that, but they're definitely going to need quite a bit of time to be able to get their feet underneath them, figure out how they're going to work with each other, all that good stuff. It's a process. It's just a bummer that the first game of the year was as dysfunctional as what we ended up seeing. I want to talk to you about our friends over at Prize Picks as well. Prize Picks is the most fun that I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now I can play during basketball season too. Select two or more players, pick an over or under on their projected stats. Place your entry with basketball season here. You can do combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. 
a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. An example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half point combo for three points made and receptions. If you want to play alongside some of prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and the comedian Andrew Schultz, you can't. You can find them in the community plays under the promos tabs and get the app to see different entries from some of the biggest names in the price fix community every week. It offers a reboot policy so that if your player gets injured, you get it back. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Price fix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury policy. They've got quick quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, enormous selection of players and stat types. It's what makes Price Picks number one in daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. One more time, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. We will be back tomorrow to do our weekly game preview for Sundables football against UCLA. Tune in. It's one of my favorite shows that we do every week. Let's go ahead and do some takeaways, which are definitely some overreactions. First one. There's potential here from some of these guys, Sean Phillips, Jemiah Neal, Jose Perez. Those are the three guys that I'm the most excited about heading into the remainder of the year. But there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And this kind of goes into where do we go from here? What is the next step for this basketball program? It's really very broad, I would say. And that's that you need to figure out how to get these guys working with each other on a consistent basis to where you're going to be able to win some basketball games. It's not easy when you've got as many transfers coming in as you do. Like you've got brand new starters across the board. You've got Kamari Lance, Sean Phillips, Jose Perez off the bench. There's Zeke, uh, Zeke, Zane Meeks. That's what it is. Goodness gracious. You've got Zane Meeks. You've got, so many different uh, depth players, uh, Malachi Davis, Bryson Long. Uh, hopefully, Adam Miller will be able to come back, but cross that bridge when we get to it. There's work that needs to be done, man. Uh, defense looks pretty solid. You just need your offense to be able to catch up and pull its weight because if you can't do anything offensively, it just doesn't matter how good this defense is. We've seen it with the football team this year is that that defense is playing rock solid, but with an offense that can't put up points, it just doesn't matter. That was the case last night. And one of the things that really frustrated me was uh, I, I felt they were good at times off the glass, but defensively, like Mississippi State had 11 offensive rebounds. They had 33 defensive rebounds. You were just getting beat off the glass. and. That's something that has to drastically improve. That was something I felt last year could have been better. Again, you had like good play from Warren Washington, 
And that's going to be the case this year with Sean Phillips. But I need some of the other guys to be a little more aggressive in getting those rebounds. Because if you're not getting boards, then you're leaving opportunities on off, off the board for you. And that was one of the things that Mississippi State really capitalized off of was getting their own rebounds and taking those opportunities. It's one of the things that kind of set the Sun Devils up to get tired out on defense. And then it turned into Mississippi State getting more points. And they were doing a really good job with those splash splash plays because they were they were really good from deep. They they made ASU pay for all of the mistakes that they could not capitalize on. So where do we go from here? You need to find a way to start gelling sooner rather than later. Your next game is going to be this Saturday, coming back home against Texas Southern. This is hopefully a revenge game because you lost at Texas Southern last year. And it was a stunning loss for Arizona State. Got to find a way to get this win. Uh, there's there's good things to take from this game. There's plenty of bad things to take away from this game to start figuring things out. But that's kind of everything that I took away from the first game of the season for Sun Devils basketball. All is not lost. Definitely a lot of overreactions in this episode. But there's work that needs to be done. And it needs to get figured out you know, sooner rather than later. Hopefully we'll be able to see that. I'm curious what you guys thought about the first game. Did you watch the game? What did you think of the Barstool uh, commentary in the game? Uh, I'm not a Dave Portnoy guy, so I didn't really care for it. But maybe you guys really liked it. Uh, hopefully you were able to find some enjoyment out of the game. I know it was very difficult to watch. But tune back in because they're going to get this thing figured out. I believe in Bobby Hurley to get them back on track. Uh, you know. We'll be trying to cover basketball as much as we can. There's obviously a lot of games. I would like to try and talk about basketball at a minimum once a week. Probably, uh, I, I would love to try and do twice a week. It just kind of depends on what ends up happening. But if you want to stay in touch with the basketball content, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications wherever you're getting your podcast. You can follow along with me on Twitter, RichieBrads36, and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. I will see you guys tomorrow to break down the game against UCLA. Till then, though, you keep it locked right here on Locked On.